You're listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, Episode 12, State of the DCU. And welcome to episode 12 of Legion of Substitute Podcasters. I am Paul French, and today I am Mouse Fearer Lad. <laughs> okay, what's that mean? So so the other night, I'm, uh, I'm <laughs> oh, down, no. downstairs watching some TV. Oh, yeah. That's so not the way this story is going. <laughs> oh, darn. Okay. So the... Um, yeah, watching some TV, and I hear like a little sort of scratchy sound at the uh, at the uh, laundry room door, and I thought to myself, the dog didn't get locked in there. What's that? What's that all about? Mm. So then I hear him kind of tooling around upstairs, and I think, okay, maybe it's just you know carrying through the wall or something like that. Like that seems strange, but you know maybe that's all it is. Mm-hmm. So I. Um, you know, basically, uh, I, I, I ignore it. He comes down, hangs out for a couple minutes, then goes back up to bed with Jan. And uh, and out of the corner of my eye, I see a mouse. Now, I, oh. you get me the biggest spider there is in the world, and I, I'll go after that thing like crazy. But, when, but man, rodents, I can't do it. I just can't do it. <laughs> So did you do the Tom and Jerry thing where you up on a stool holding your skirts? Uh, oh my God! <laughs> so, so, so and and that's just it, you know. And it's like it's like, damn it, why didn't we go out and get a new cat? Um, <laughs> but, but it was it was literally like I, you know, I, what I was more concerned with was I had a, a couple of things like we had some uh, racking that we're putting up on the walls and we just haven't got around to yet. And um, and it was sitting there, and in front of it, I had a, a, a just a, a, a gym bag, and so it had run sort of in between those two things. So I'm like, oh man, it's between me and the door. <laughs> and uh, it, it's trapped me and I need to, you know, go get a broom or something. And so I did actually stand on top of the uh, the, the sofa just so I could look over. I swear that's all I was doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So for the entire weekend, <laughs> when I've gone down there, it's been like, you know, shoes, long pants. I'm just like, in fact, last <laughs> night, last night I watched Saturday Night Live upstairs because so uh, but we just spent a couple of hours in there in that room so so it's all good it seems to be gone and it's so funny because our neighbor comes over uh seems to be gone well our neighbor came over today and she started talking about how they'd had this mouse in their basement and uh-huh. um and uh and so it was like, oh really and so there's a shared wall <laughs> that we have and uh and uh-huh. so we figure it, it found a way in through there so uh because i was telling this story about how yeah this happened like 11 30 on friday night and she's like oh yeah well we we got rid of one around 12 30 and uh and so it was a huh. whole big adventure but all the same you know i i'm like i say the nastiest ugliest looking spider i'm in there i'm catching that thing in a paper cup and uh and you know dumping it out if i don't give it a burial at sea um <laughs> But yeah, a little mouse, and I was just like, man, I am so not going down there. Like that, I was like, that room is dead to me. <laughs> Perhaps you have some latent elephant DNA. <laughs> Perhaps. Perhaps, yes. So maybe it's, maybe I'm elephant lad. Ooh. Huh? That's scary. A little bit, a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> How about you? I am Darren Noel, and tonight I am stimulating lad. And let me tell you why. It's not what you think. <laughs> 
You, you see, you hear that giggle. You hear Paul giggle inappropriately. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He thinks it's what you think it is, and it's not. I was out stimulating the economy, you oh, dirty Oh, look at you. Ah, oh, swear. Your minds are in the gutter. Stop you were, that. You were out there with your own little stimulus package? I was. My package was very stimulated. I bought a ton of I, – I basically raided the trade store today. Awesome. $180 later. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm in pain. My, my wallet is, is bleeding, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> but this is my Christmas gift to me, so – Absolutely. Suck it. You know, so that's where I am right now. <laughs> like I have a ton of stuff to read because I, I work at a school and we basically get, you know, the winter break off because yeah. there are no students around and I need something to read over the break. So and I was running behind on my trades anyway. So I got um, the first cup. I'm not buying the hardcover trades, DC. Right. Just FYI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not spending twenty four ninety five for a book I'm going to get for $14 six to eight months later. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I bought the first JLA and the and the first JSA um, reboot um, trades, uh -huh. and I got Justice number one and two. Oh, nice! Yeah, number three is not in trade paperback yet, so I oh, left really? it hardcover on the shelf. Yeah. Um, and um, I bought some fourth edition Dungeons and Dragons stuff because I'm a gamer. Cool. And I spell that G A Y M E R. Yeah. <laughs> um. And what else did I get? I went crazy this month. I really did. Um, I bought some Christmas gifts, obviously. And I, I got the Venture Brothers season one and two special. Oh, fantastic. Nice. Love. I'm, I'm still going to sit in front of the TV oh, yeah. and be inappropriate. <laughs> Would expect Molotov nothing less. cock tease we meet again. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and I got the old Dungeons and Dragons on DVD. The old oh. cartoon. Oh, I loved that cartoon. <laughs> Hopefully it won't be as whiny as I remember it when I watch it. But one Saturday morning, I'm going to get up and watch it. You know, oh. so the only thing I missed is I had a copy of the Super Friends: The Legion of Doom season, uh -huh. and it was um, either lost and or stolen by a roommate, not sure oh. which. And um, I'm trying to find a copy of it without paying egregiously. Everywhere mm. I've gone, looks like it's out of print right now. So hopefully I'll find it at a con somewhere. Yeah. I can't imagine that all those copies are bought up, but could be. Uh, you never know. I mean, it depends on how how big they went with it, right? Exactly. So, yeah. I'm on a hunt for that. So, if anyone knows, email. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And that email is Legion of Substitute Podcasters <laughs> at gmail dot com. See how I worked that in? I'm Segway Lad now. <laughs> so, so in this in this particular episode, we've already come up with two names for ourselves. I know each of us. It's interesting, and. Um, one Schizophrenia. Of the, crazy. <laughs> now, one of the things we were going to talk about is just the, the, the state of the DCU overall. Before we get to we'll, – we'll, we've got a couple of retro reviews to, to do, but uh, just just sort of, you know, we've we've sort of batted around the idea of talking about books that we're reading and uh, sort of getting that across, let, letting the people know, hey, these are the other things that we're reading. It's not just Legion for us. It's just that that's the stuff we really enjoy. And, um, and uh, you know, the, but there's a lot of other books out there and there's a lot of stuff that we're really digging. And so we've, we've talked about, you know, getting into that and we're definitely going to do some of that. But also there's just, you know, hey, DC Universe is in flux right now. There's a lot going on with the whole, uh, you know, with the whole final crisis, all that kind of stuff. And we should say this is pre-issue five 
a final that's, crisis. That's coming right. Out. So, so, so most of you will be like idiots. Uh, it was all this was all covered. <laughs> that was in, settled weeks ago. Yeah, What's your what problem? Are you, what are you dumb? But, <laughs> but you know, we are actually from the past in in the in the 21st century, not the 30th century, like the rest of you listening to this. Seriously, what's up with that? <laughs> uh, so let, let's just go down our 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 icons. Let's start with soups. Yeah, so a lot going on there. We've got a, a whole new status quo going on, um, of course, and 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 this spoils nothing because uh, if it's on, uh, yeah, if it's on Newsarama or Comic Book Resources or any of those big sites, we're probably going to talk about it here. So yeah, exactly. And you, know, um, and, but you and, guys are expecting us to spoil stuff anyway, so. Exactly, yeah, and, and, and this this particular thing was was spoiled on uh, on CNN anyway. CNN, <laughs> uh, yeah, because they actually you know had they had time to talk about something other than the election back when this happened. Oh, aren't um, you glad the election's over? <laughs> seriously, <laughs> and you're in Canada. Aren't you glad the U.S. election is yeah, over? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just waiting for. Yeah, I'm wondering if we're going to end up with another one, but that's a whole other threat against which to tug. Um, but uh, you know, so with Superman, of course, Pa Kent died. And, uh, and, and, you know, is that earth shattering? Not really, because we've often lived in a world in which he was dead, uh, in, in comic book wise. And in, in fact, we spent many years before uh, Man of Steel, where, uh, where Pa Ken had been long dead. So that's part of that's part of the new status quo. Uh, there's uh, a what 100,000 Kryptonians on Earth. And um, and it, and it seems it seems that they're not kind of, they're not really happy with just sort of sitting up there in the Arctic being quiet. And hmm. um, so so there's big things afoot afoot there for sure, and uh, and those are, those are things that are gonna definitely have a, an effect on Superman. In fact, um, what's been said so far is that Superman will be heading off into space for a, for a while. Yeah, what's up with that? Yeah, uh, I mean, they'll have, to, they'll have to take him out of Justice League. Well, exactly, the ripple effects yeah. are huge, right? Because because uh, that, that pulls him out of Justice League. It um, um, it actually is going to pull him out of Action Comics, and yeah. and and there's a lot of people have been really that's that's been the thing that they've really been uh, um, focusing on and and really not happy with. I I I look at it as first of all, we know this is not forever. No, it'll last a year and then he'll be back. Yeah. And and the idea of I think the idea of having him not in action um is that it gives us sort of this is what's going on on earth while he's gone. Mm-hmm. And, and then in Superman they can show what's going on in space. E- exactly. And so in action it's kind of like we get the it's it's kind of on a on a subtext level. It's like you get that everybody misses him because you miss him in these pages. Mm-hmm. And and so so I I I like that that idea in the storytelling and and what i also like is uh is we get um a new uh nightwing and flame bird uh written by greg rocca yeah greg greg is really great and that brings me to checkmate which has i think recently ended yes it has so so while i think it didn't end as strongly as it started out with those first 25 or so issues were really good so when they (laughs) trade pick them up yeah, once uh, once Rucka left the book, I mean, it was you know it it, it was it was not the same. Um, no. I don't know if anyone picked up uh, Final Crisis Resist, the one shot that came up. Uh, I did. It wasn't half bad. It was it was like an it was like an issue of uh, of Checkmate. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it was uh, and it was great to have Rucka writing those characters again. Um, and at least now, uh, Checkmate's you know done and over, but now you know about what goes on in the intelligence community in the DCU. 
Yeah, and that's I, kind of an important thing to know. Is like, oh well, checkmate should be involved in this, and you would expect these characters to suddenly show up again. So yeah, I mean, it was there are plenty know, of opportunities for them to appear later on, uh, on down the road, so. and 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 throughout the, the throughout the universe. I mean, it's you know, it's almost as though it's like, okay, so we've set up the basics, and now when you see these people, here's here's why they're there. Um, so so yeah, so just looking at what's going on with Superman, there's some there's some pretty big things there. So so if he leaves Earth. Does that mean Lois is getting left behind? I would assume so. Yeah. Lois has a day job. It's a pretty big deal. Well, so does Clark. I mean. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, there's lots of things to, that's questionable on that whole maneuver. But Burns sent him to space. Yep. Superman's and... had adventures in space traditionally. So this is not out of character. They're not just taking all. him out of Metropolis to give Metropolis a arrest i think yeah and, and and i'm glad you actually said that uh because because that kind of draws me to an important thing that really focuses across the board with all the characters especially at least especially the, the main icons anyway and that's the idea that um all of the stuff that we've known over you know post-crisis has all happened but the stuff that we saw pre-crisis also has happened if you look in in superman you look at um the fact that the fortress is there, the fact that a lot of these these Silver Age elements have, have been brought back into continuity, um, the fact, as we mentioned uh, a couple of episodes back, that um, we've got a Superboy on the cover of uh, on the cover of with with the Legion in the and the mm-hmm. old rocket rocket ship uh, headquarters, you know that is you know basically. I think Secret Origins is going to be a major Superman book. Uh, without a doubt, without a doubt, and that's going to be a mini series with Johns and Franks. Um, so you know, and it's going to kind of lay down the status quo. So they've said that basically, you know, all that all that stuff that happened in the Silver Age, still in play. And and yeah. what's interesting is, you know, when they when they started coming out with the Showcase Presents books, it was kind of okay. So these were a lot of things that aren't in continuity anymore. In continuity anymore, but now they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's scary, isn't it? Well, and 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 you know, and and it's not like they're in continuity. Like, yeah, it happened absolutely this way. You know, Supergirl yeah. was trying to set uh, Superman up on it uh, up with this girl. And... Oh, did you have to bring that back? Of course, of course. Oh. <laughs> Bruce Rosenberger had a great uh, bit of feedback on there because he said, you know, this is where you really see that Jerry Siegel was one of the worst writers in comic books. And and you I know, don't know what was going on that day. I don't know if they were watching episodes of Peyton Place. I don't know, but wow, just I I thought Smallville was in Kansas, not Alabama. Indeed, so. indeed. So <laughs> anyway, the but, but so so that stuff's all in play again. Over in Batman, uh Morrison over the RIP, the recently ended RIP storyline and the uh, the storyline immediately following it and the, the part 1 just came out and I can't remember what the what they're calling the storyline, but I think they're calling it Last Rights. That's right. Yeah, correct. And then it moves on to the battle for the cowl. Exactly. So, but, you know, he's found sort of an inventive way to bring all that zany Batman sci-fi stuff from the 50s in. Mm-hmm. And um, and so 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 it's kind of like they're they're bringing all that stuff into play in some way or fashion. And so what they're saying is like, you know, hey, the all of this stuff counts in some way or another. And, and when Rainbow Batman shows up, I'll pick it up. Well, we already had. Uh, I mean, let's face it: the Batman of Zoran R. That's a pretty. That's, uh, that's true. That's close. It's a pretty colorful costume, my friend. <laughs> Indeed, uh, <laughs> it was fabulous. <laughs> and Sorry, uh, that was obligatory. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so over in Batman, so, uh, lots of things afoot. Um, you know, still, 
um, even at the end of the R.I.P. storyline, um, there's still, you know, as as with uh, with many stories of of that nature, there's there's just as many questions at the end. Uh, perhaps, oh, totally. Perhaps even more, but uh, but you know, I think Last Rites is really sort of wrapping a lot of that stuff up in a very interesting way. Um, they're saying. Well, we also have the issues of Robin, Nightwing, and Birds of Prey being canceled. Well, and and so, there's that. So obviously, the Bat family is getting a realignment of some sort out of this. So. Absolutely. And there's been talk that, you know, what they're going to do is for a while, Bruce Wayne is probably not going to be Batman. And I'm, I'm just speculating here, folks. So, mm-hmm. so, you know, and, and don't, so don't say, you know, but if you saw <laughs> Final Crisis 5, you'd see that all got resolved. I haven't read it yet. Um, so well, it's not out yet. So oh, how yes. can you read it? <laughs> exactly. Right now it is vapor. You'd have to be in Grant Morrison's head or JG Jones, you know, artboard to know what's going on. <laughs> And that's just a frightening Jeez. thing. Um, so, with so uh, bats is undergoing stuff, and can I tell you, Wonder Woman, number twenty six, Gail Simone, wow, I'm loving it. I, I, you know, I, I, I think I mentioned sort of briefly uh, the other week that uh, that I'd been kind of iffy. You know, I. I really wasn't so big on the on the whole Beowulf storyline that was going on. Um, mm-hmm. And and then they had the little sort of filler thing with with the movie being made, um, and so I was kind of I was on the fence with the title. Well, I picked up that last issue, um, you know, with Lepresti back on art, and uh, and and just that first issue was wow. I mean, it was yeah. it was an absolute revelation. And yes, yeah, see, this is what some kick-ass Wonder Woman is. Yeah, I have faith in Gale, and what what Gale, Gale fixed Black Canary. Yeah, you're right. Fixed, fixed Huntress, fixed Oracle. I have confidence that Gail's going to take care of Wonder Woman, and she's going to be one of the best caretakers of of the character ever. One of the things that she did, and I'm, you know, it started off with she had to fix, not fix, but she had to build on the stuff that was done before, and then she did the uh, the first arc was the circle, all right. about the night Wonder Woman was actually born. Something yeah. that really has not been talked about, never, ever, yeah. I don't think. No, you're right. And so that was like an interesting angle. It's like okay. And then she took some time to introduce the supporting cast and build them up a little bit. She reintroduced Etta Candy. You gotta love that. Absolutely. Etta's not been around since George worked on the book. Yeah. Back, you know, after um, Crisis for the mm-hmm. first time. And then one thing everyone I think would agree about is Wonder Woman needs a better rogues gallery. Definitely. Not not that the Cheetah, Doctor Psycho, and, and Giganta aren't great, but really, can you name more Wonder Woman villains off the top of your head? Probably not. I can't. No, you're absolutely right. Okay. So you oh, can't Silver just Swan. have Silver Swan. Oh, four. Woohoo. Yeah. And one of them is Silver Swan. <laughs> exactly. There's more of them out there. And and Heinberg made that point in the Wonder Woman annual that we waited a year on. Right. But that's fine. Gail has invented a new character in Genocide that scared the pants off of me. Yep. I mean, just... Wow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it, you know, it was it was one of those things that we haven't seen in a long time because I think the attitude has pretty much been, you know, hey, she, you know, she's, she, you know, you can't have uh, you can't have people beat her, and yeah. um, you know, she's she's got to always always win, and and I think that's been a mistake because there we haven't seen that kind of fallibility in her, and and part of what makes uh, Wonder Woman so great is that not only is she a warrior, but she also has she also has some fallibility. She has, uh, there, there is, there is that, that regal attitude, but there's, there's also an, 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 an air of humility. Yeah. 
I, I love the way Gale is writing Wonder Woman right now. Yeah. And and I think if you want to support the girl with the golden lasso, and she really is one of the Trinity, like they're saying, yeah. which I, I believe that. Um, and she's not she's more than just the happy middle between Superman and Batman. I'm sorry. I'm oh, getting absolutely. tired of that. Yeah. Um, pick up Wonder Woman number 26, and you will be very, very pleased that you did. Yeah. yeah and, totally and sticking with the Gail Simone bandwagon, Secret Six <laughs> is a twisted book, people. Yeah. yeah. I haven't read the Dale latest invented issues. another villain over there, which, holy crap. I have a feeling he's someone that we're supposed to know, but uh-huh. I'm not sure who it is. <laughs> but, I, I don't know. I, I, uh-huh. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm really, really enjoying that book. And it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a, it's an interesting look at, at from the villain side because we too often we've gotten into sort of the, uh, when we've gone onto the villain side, it's gotten really, really sort of, just gritty, but you know, it's always been trying to make them completely redeemable as well. And yeah, like, there is not one redeemable character in no, the book. Thank not God, even a bit. And not I, one I, of them. If you yeah. think they're redeemable, well, wait, wait a panel. They'll do something to make you go, oh God, oh gross, no. Yeah, yeah, and and that's just it. Because I mean, you, you got that like even in and and I love Suicide Squad. That was just. Uh, uh, that John Ostrander book back in the oh my god eighties you know, and nineties wow that great I absolutely, book absolutely love that book but at the same time there was a lot of time spent on uh, on trying to make us understand the psychosis of you know of Deadshot you know yeah, yeah he's mm-hmm. a bad guy but look at what he's been through and 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 you know there's nothing wrong with that that's that's and especially in the format that that book was going it was it was a, a whole a whole different kind of thing but mm-hmm. you know the the idea is to to not think that every villain is just you know the kids in school just didn't play with him. Yeah, this is not that at all. And and that's what that's what I'm loving about <laughs> it is is it does look at it from that other side of it and and it's you know it's kind of like you know back in the 70s the Joker had his own book for a couple of issues and uh, and you know fortunately they you know they just called you know crazy Joker stories but uh, mm. you know you you worried that if that went on for too long they they try and find a way for you to make you understand the Joker. Yeah, and, and uh, you can't do that. <laughs> it, it, well, it just it just makes the character of, of no use. Anymore, useless, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. Useless at that point. And um, so, I mean, that's where I do get when people say, you know, hey, Deadshot, um, you know, uh, has outgrown his time with uh, with the Suicide Squad, and and I and I wrestle with it because you know, to me, he was an essential part of the Suicide Squad. But you know, th- that Suicide Squad ended a long time ago. Yeah, it did. And you know, it's time to move on. Yeah, it really and, it, it, and it was so. fantastic, but it's just interesting to see them take these characters in different directions and to and to get to to a point where now it's like, yeah, you know, Floyd Lawton, he's just a bad guy. He's just an assassin. That's yeah. it. Yeah. There's nothing redemptive about that. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. So, um, okay, so we covered... And then, do we want to talk about Titans or do we want to leave that alone? No, let's talk <laughs> about it. Can you tell from the tone of our voices where... <sighs> depressed about titans now, now i'm still reading the uh the, the mckeever book but uh, but i'm iffy on it it's um it's really they they have not landed the plane in a little while and it seems you know there's this syndrome that goes on a lot where it's just like there's never a story that ends mm-hmm. and uh and nothing ever really resolves and it's like wow are we still talking about this you know mm-hmm. and um and i think that really that's been kind of I, I think honestly, since the uh, the Titans of Tomorrow um, storyline, and I'm talking about which the one, one, the second one. No, I'm talking about the first one. Okay. I yeah. think ever since then they've been kind of meandering around. 
really, yeah, really I, since, I would agree with that. since one year later started when they were traveling around the world, finding all their members and everything, it was kind of, okay, we land on this thing and we don't really st- spend enough time to get any depth there and then we're out. And then we go over here and we spend a little bit of time, not long enough to really get into it and we're out. And that's what they've been doing. And it's, and it's been kind of just this ongoing story that is really going nowhere. I mean, really that, that whole thing sort of existed to set up the, uh, the, the whole thing with bombshell that's been going on in the last couple of issues and that's still going on and it's just it seems that there's no sort of definitive um and you know hey don't don't get me wrong i I get you know hey it's a continuing medium and you look at that was the great thing about uh the uh the wolfman uh, perez titans was that was that there was stuff that was just always carrying on and there was that sort of underlying soap opera to it and that and that worked out great but they still had big things that happened that started and ended and I don't find yeah. there's I don't find there's Do this contract came to a close. <laughs> exactly. And then they picked up the pieces and, and moved on. And um, and I don't find that's happening here. I, I find a, a lot of what's going on is is that, they, you know, nothing big happens. Um, you know, something sort of medium happens and they kind of talk about it ad infinitum and, uh, and and nothing really goes on. And, I, I dropped um, Teen Titans after the second Titans of Tomorrow story. Because right. I felt it was retreading old stuff that we've already done. Absolutely. I, I didn't think we got anything more out of it except we were back in the future. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I get you bring characters back. I do. I get that. I, I just felt it was trite, mm-hmm. I, I guess. Um, and then I started reading Titans by Judd Winnick. Oh. And I am one of Judd's biggest fans. Mm-hmm. So this hurts. But I don't know where we're going with these characters who are stuck in between Justice League World and Teen Titan Land. But we need to find a place for them in the DC or they need to go away. And and, and that and, hurts to say that. It and, really does because you've got Tim Drake now who is what? Pushing 16, 17. Yeah. And Dick is supposed to be somewhere between 22 and 27. Because he was in college back during the uh, That's right. Wolfman Perez Titans. Yeah. And he's done some growing up since then. And Batman's supposed to be what? 30 what? <laughs> 30 so, Yeah, 30 <laughs> So we're having an issue here. And and I don't want I'm, – I'm not advocating killing off Dick Grayson. Don't get me wrong, people. I don't know what the, what the solution is to these characters. I really don't. And I, I think Judd's got a big problem, but – one of my big problems with this book was it was just bad. Yeah, I mean that's that's it. You you know you get you're getting into a bit more depth there, but uh, but to me, yeah, that was the real issue with this book. Is I, I I'll put it this way: a huge Titans fan. Two things that I've always collected when I you know from when I was a little kid. Two things that I've always collected in comics were the Legion and Titans, and so. It, I'm predisposed. Well, they were the number one and number two selling DC yeah. titles in the eighties yeah. and nineties when we were starting to read. So exactly. that makes perfect sense. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and, and I was, and I was reading, I, I actually got on the bandwagon for the last four or five issues of the original Teen Titans series. And, um, so I was automatically predisposed for anything Titans, you know, I'm going to check it out. Right. Mm-hmm. This, I got it three issues in and it was like, what the first story arc was about four issues. I didn't even bother picking up the last because it was just. It was, it was just, just so bad. It's just a messy book. None of it made sense. None yeah. of the characterizations made sense. It seemed that um, things were kind of thrown together to uh, to you know to bring them to a point rather than actually have it stem from what the characters how the characters would react. 
then to make matters worse, um, it was like, oh, great, we're going to retread the Trigon thing again. And to make matters worse, they have redone costumes and they look horrible. <laughs> i.e. Yeah. donna troy right right and donna troy to me has has you know is a great character or was a great character and uh and just got messy because they they couldn't figure out what they wanted to do with her and she was fine after the return of donna troy we got it yeah we got it and then they messed with her in countdown oh god yeah and now she's on the titans again because well, the Trigon thing. Yeah. And it's like, this is this is my problem. I don't know where they're going to put these characters eventually. I don't know what they can do with them. I, well, and there's and just, there's, there's little, it's like, a problem. Uh, it's a problem. Yeah. yeah. And, and when you get the inconsistency of, okay, so now we've got Red Arrow and Flash on the Titans team as well. And it's kind of, really? Do they, need on, do they need to be on both teams? And I'm fine with Roy and, and Wally being in Justice League. I'm fine with that. They've yeah. earned their spots. Absolutely. Now, Dick is earned. Call them Justice League Europe, okay? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> That's been done before, too. Oh, but, you know, but then you've got to put them over in Europe and, you know. Those crazy French people don't like that. Uh, yeah, well, it's, you know, there was, there was, <laughs> I, I mean, it's just. Um, but you know what I'm saying. I, mean, uh, I know exactly what you're saying. They've been they've been shoehorned with Teen Titans, and now they're Titans. And if we get rid of the team, maybe no one will notice. <laughs> if you yeah. put these seven characters together, everyone's going to think back to the Wolfman and Perez Titans. Yeah, yeah. It's just, and it's hard to compare anything to that when that book was just lightning in a bottle. Uh, absolutely, and and so it's it's just been the, the Titans, just the whole Titans sort of circle of, of, of titles. And I'm, and I mean, I guess really that that's just the two titles. And right I'm not now. even looking at terror Titans. Thank you very much. Oh my God. Yeah. I that, see is that a train wreck waiting to happen. Did yes. I, did I not, yes, did I is. not say, you know, Oh, I'll check out anything that has the Titans on it. And, uh, yeah, you yeah. said that. Yeah. And I did, I did check it out and, um, and promptly dropped it. I mean, it's just, yeah. um, it's uh, just an excuse for a miniseries. Actually, and part of it is that it's just pursuing a storyline I haven't much enjoyed, which is that whole uh, little gladiators thing of the um, the oh, dark side, the club. dark side club. Yeah, yeah, and and which I is just, totally whatever it is now since Final Crisis is here. So yeah, it's it's just it's just kind of wow, we're we're still on this, and yeah. um, you know, <laughs> yeah, we still are. <laughs> you know, and I have little interest in. Um, I actually kind of kind of liked what they were doing with uh, with Ravager in Titans. That's po possibly the only thing that I really did like of um, of the current um, sort of reign of uh, on Teen Titans was that that they were actually kind of looking at at trying to bring her back into the fold, and 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 she was wrestling with a lot of issues there, and I found that really interesting. And then boom, no, we're done with that. Yeah, well, you you get used to you know when a new writer comes on. Oh yeah. You know, everything else. The, the lineup is going to change. It's a yeah. guarantee. Yeah. So that's fine. That's fine. Um, well, uh, let's let's talk more about a title that's doing much better. It's Justice League. Yeah. The Vixen story was really good. The Vixen story was fantastic, and it was nice Loved after. It. You know, the I, I think poor poor Dwayne McDuffie has been kind of sat, kind of saddled with a uh, um, a run that's been all over the map. Yeah. And and it, you know and it's really crossover itis. Exactly. It's been kind of like, well, you know, you you know, hey, you're going to start uh, working on uh, 
on uh, on Justice League. Yay! And he does like the first couple of issues, and really all that ends up, ha- you know, like he does, and and it's an, actually kind of a fun story. But then, you know, they kind of dinked him around by starting it off in the uh, in the Justice League wedding special, and uh, so people were kind of like, "What? This is part two? But I, I just kind of skipped all that wedding stuff because it sounded all froofy. And, and it um, was. Well, it was well, but but the, but the Justice League uh, uh, wedding special wasn't. <laughs> yeah, well, and uh, but you expected you you know that's the way we were sold on the rest of it. So you know, and I mean, you had Jan Jones on the on the uh, on the DC uh, Nation page saying, "Hey, this is pretty much the girliest uh, comic we've ever made." You know, hey, that's gonna sell to a I, large. I would fan. take issues with that. I thought Young Heroes in Love was a pretty girly comic, actually. <laughs> well, you're absolutely right, but uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry. What she what she meant to say was it's it's the uh, it's the, the girliest, girliest comic this year. <laughs> yeah, it's the girliest comic to deal. Let me publish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, um, so he got to Which, do that arc, and then it was fill in, fill in. Uh, do a couple of issues fill in you know and so you've got like the tangent thing coming up you got to have a salvation run crossover and it just it was all it was really choppy because i ranted about this didn't i yeah and i can't remember if we just did this on the last show or not i I think we did or if it was just you and me talking about it i can't remember Um, i think we recorded it i'm not sure uh, who knows Eh, to us um exactly we'll get nothing trust me (laughs) There's nothing to get. I just spent 200 bucks on trades for Christ's sake. Um, but, but and then we have Justice Society and the Gog thing, which seems like it's just going on and that's, on. It's wrapping up though. Yeah, I know. Isn't it? Did it come out? I didn't get to the story 21 came out this last week. Um, is that the end of it or is that the next that's, end? That is the penultimate chapter. The penultimate um, chapter. Yes, yes. I love, <laughs> I love that they're actually saying that because you know, you know, it, what they're saying is we know it's been going on for a while. Yeah, they're promising but, you an ending soon. But, but I'm, I'm okay with that because I think the way it's built up um, is, you, you know, it. I can at the beginning I was kind of like, oh, still with the gog thing. Good lord. Um, well, but literally. After, after <laughs> yes, well, yeah. But after this, this last issue, um, wow. It, it was yeah. it, it was a great issue, um, and uh, you know, stemming out of the uh, out of the one shots that they did, was that the one where Sandman discovers something? Yes. Okay, so I did get that issue. Okay. Yeah, yeah, um, and so it's it's big, and uh, and yeah. it's all going to come like to a head. Three, in I like the three stories from the uh, the uh, the kingdom. Yeah, the one shots were great. Leading up to that, those one shots were really good. That, yeah. that was not a case of them just bleeding you dry. That was a good. A good decision on DC's part. Absolutely. I mean, I think that they with, with you know the last one was obviously a part of this an, an integral part of the story, but the uh, the other the, you know like the Superman one was more of a sort of a, um, a, a you know a, a last chapter to uh, to Kingdom Come, and yeah. uh, and I thought Ro- I thought Alex Ross just knocked it out of the park with that issue. I mean, his artwork was fantastic. Yeah, as you always, know, he does I, great he, artwork. He, he really does, but I I think this was. On a whole different level, and it was the fact that he that he you know was he penciled and inked himself, well, sort of inked, but um, you know, he, but he did that himself, and then and then you know turned over the color to someone else. I thought he wrote a great story, um, and I and I loved sort of reading about his process uh, in in the book as well. I, I thought it was just a fantastic issue, and um, and it goes Superman, Magog, oh yeah, Kingdom, then JSA twenty one. Yeah. Right. 
Yes, that's right. That's right. So read them in that order, and you'll be good to go. Yeah, and and it, yeah. So I, I I think that's all going to wrap up. Um, uh, you know, in this next issue, and then and then they're going to move on from there. Um, I think there's going to be repercussions from it that are felt for a while with some of the characters, mm-hmm. and uh, and we're just really interested in seeing uh, you know where where Johns goes with it, and certainly um, our our boy Tom has. Uh, has seen some uh, seen some changes, so you know. Yeah, and, that's and, true. And he got his new part time job and everything, and uh, so it's going to be very interesting. To yeah, see where what's that up with Tom to. being a uh, grave digger? I gotta wonder who he's going to be digging up. Hmm. And uh, yeah, I, I saw... or who he's digging graves for? Oh, I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> he does know he's from the future. You know, wow. he could look. He he could have the knowledge of who dies and when. Oh my god, I never thought of it that way. That's really disturbing. Yeah. Isn't that disturbing? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that's how my twisted mind works. There you have it. Now you've also been reading a couple of other. Uh, you've been reading some Vertigo stuff. Madame Xanadu is rocking my house. Right, it Matt. really is a great book, and it is Matt Wagner and Amy. I think her name's Headley. Mm-hmm. Uh, am I right? Please tell me I'm right. I think that's her <laughs> last not, time. I, like I owe a... her a drink somewhere, I guess. Um, <laughs> she, she's um, she's a new-ish artist to uh, the comic fans, I think. She's more manga-oriented, and you can tell that in the beginning of uh, Madame Xandu. Uh, Madame X is not drawn as the uh, nightgown-wearing um, seductress that she is in most um, <laughs> appearances that she's had lately. Well, she's, she's been wearing that same pink dress since 1975, so... Yeah. Um, she's more of the uh, wide-eyed um, nature spirit sprite druid character right. in um, old Camelot days, which which is where her origins are. And then she you you watch her evolve from there to uh, Kubla Khan's court, which was called what? Yes, Xanadu. Xanadu. Mm-hmm. And then right now she is in the middle of the French Revolution, and so you're traveling along with her, and she's using magic to keep herself alive. Neat. But that's going to come to an end soon because she, as as the last time I saw Madame Xandu, she was basically put in the uh, Bastille by the French Revolution because she was, of course, a fortune teller for a lady. Yeah. Um, you might have heard of her, Marie Antoinette. <laughs> and um, she is waiting execution, I'm assuming. And the character on the next cover looks a lot like Death from The Endless. Oh, that's neat. So you Sandman fans... Yeah, I'm picking Please this one up. Check that out. I'm definitely going to pick this one up because uh, the uh, yeah. Oh, and did you, I mention you, the uh, hate, and... hate relationship with Phantom Stranger yet? Oh, it's good. Oh, it's good. <laughs> they are the David and Maddie of the DC mystical community. You know what? Right there, sold. There you go. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I definitely got to check that out. Um, I, I tend, you know, I've been sticking to the fables and the Jack of Fables over over on in Vertigo Land, and uh, tend to read those by trade. So it's always a happy day around our household when uh, one of those comes in. <laughs> well, because Jan's reading it as well, and she loves it absolutely. Oh, I was thinking, thinking Jan was going to get ten minutes of peace and quiet. <laughs> <laughs> she gets plenty of peace and quiet. Paul, stop playing that guitar. <laughs> I'm trying to iron in here. <laughs> Oh, oh, Darren, that's not how it goes in our household. I'm the one, I'm the only one who does any ironing. Oh, <laughs> uh, 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 Mr. Mom, look at you. Oh, something like that. 
Something she's like a rated women. <laughs> w i m m y n women. <laughs> oh man, that's just gonna get me in trouble. Hey, want to talk some? <laughs> want to talk about some Legion? Well, we might as well. It's a Legion podcast. <laughs> we should tell them where that is in the break so that they'll know in case they don't want to hear us gab about the DCU. It's it's <laughs> it's almost exactly 40 minutes in. So. <laughs> oh, well, that's cool. We can talk about the Legion all day long. What do we want to talk about? There we go. Well, let's uh, let's talk. Uh, let's 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 uh, look at a couple of a uh, couple of old issues. And oh, uh, all right. We yeah. can do that because we've been talking about the current state of the Legion and really nothing's changed right now until. Actually, and will just... we know the three boots being canceled? Ta-da! That's what we know. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, Everything we... else is just balderdash and chicanery. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we're just <laughs> waiting it, on isn't that a law firm? <laughs> isn't that a, a law balderdash firm? chicanery? Actually, I got that from Buffy. <laughs> nice. I think it's an episode where um, their watcher um, Giles gets upset about something, and he instead of calling it BS like any American would, he goes British and says it's balderdash and chicanery. That's awesome. <laughs> so. So uh, yeah, so we'll get we'll get to uh, Adventure Comics three hundred two. Oh oh, and actually, that would be. I'm going to back up for one second. I'm going to say, you know, let us know what Evo. you're reading currently. Do, 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 do. Let us know what you're re- reading currently and uh, and what you think about what's going on. What you think about some of the things that we had to say? We'd love to hear it. <laughs> and you can go to our forum at forum.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. See, you worked that in again. Uh, I did that. indeed. I had to back up for it though, so you know, it's not <laughs> the same. Okay, this is Rick Croxton, and I'm here again with Phil Bledsoe, and we're going to do a quick little overview of the last three issues of the uh, Lightning Saga that was uh, appearing in the Justice League and the Justice Society. And uh, usually, it's got a chance just, just to kind of glance through the issues. You haven't already read no, it. No, no, I haven't. I haven't read it yet. Um, I uh, um, I'm a huge fan of the League and the JSA, and uh, of course here they've thrown the Legion. Looks like they've thrown the Legion of Superheroes in with them, which is like DC's three biggest teams. So um, it looks really interesting. Yeah, and <clears throat> you know what's been a big old confusion with uh, our group has been uh, which Karate Kid this is. Right, which version? Which you know, I mean, yeah. Needless to say, you're going to wind up with some confusion about that when you start getting into as many different versions of the Legion characters as they've had over the years. Um, Just by your quick looking at it, uh, which do you think this here is the original? Does he look like he'd be the older original? I, I think so, yeah, because I know that I know one of the more recent ones. I've lost track, but I know one of the more recent ones. They actually gave him more of an Asian appearance and this one looks more like the old um you know he's he looks strictly anglo you know he's got kind of the dark wavy hair you know very caucasian um he's got the 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 black and white outfit with the the high pointed collar um which is not his very first costume from his first appearance but it's an outfit that I only remember being worn by the original Karate Kid. I think right. every version they've done since then, they've kind of <clears throat> streamlined it a little bit. Yeah, uh, the high collar is kind of a little bit distracting if you're a martial artist. And yeah, yeah. For right. some reason, him and uh, him and uh, Iron Fist at Marvel both seem to favor that. Um, I, I, I've tried over the years to figure out what sort of advantage there might be to something like that, and I, I can't find one. Yeah, a big detriment to your peripheral vision. But I guess if you know, quote-unquote, super karate, then uh, maybe you don't have to worry about it. Yes, I mean, when your dad is here, you know, 
people just don't want to go mess with you. Yes, exactly. And like I said, you know, we had like there's like it's a five issue series, and mm-hmm. you know, Paul, Matt, and uh, Darren's already covered the first two issues. And we're just going to do you know, since you haven't read, and mm-hmm. it's been a while since I got a chance to read it, we're just going to do a quickie. Uh, overview of this thing. Okay. And uh, Darren, don't make no comments about me saying quickie. <laughs> now, before we get too far into it, um, um, I know I asked you before we got started, and you hadn't heard about it, but I just wanted to throw this in there. I remember reading a rumor at one point that based on some, like the, the design of the current costume being worn by Black Lightning in the Justice League, right. that there was some kind of implication of a connection between him and Lightning Lad of the Legion of Superheroes, which as soon as you told me, oh, well, there's this, you know, this big crossover with the Justice League and the JSA and the Legion of Superheroes is involved, and it's called the Lightning Saga, I was like, oh, well, that sounds like maybe they're going to explain that. Well, uh, apparently I missed the mark on that, but uh, I'm, that's something I'm curious about. Well, in the Lightning Saga, they don't have the, the uh, Legion's Trinity in it, which is uh, Lightning Lad, Coffin Boy, and Seven Girl. Hmm. They're, uh, the ones who are in there are Karate Kid and, of course, uh, Duplicate or New Old Damsel, Triple Kid Girl. Triad. Right, whichever one yeah. you know, they decide to call her. Uh, Dawn Star. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I saw Wildfire. Uh, Wildfire. Are they still calling him Wildfire? Yeah, they still okay. call him Wildfire, which okay. is, you know, they had him. They haven't really monkeyed around with him too much. And, of course, you had uh, Starman. Uh huh. That was already in the Justice Society. Yeah. So I mean that was now that's the that's the Starman. Well, so Starman came back at the time with it. Right. Yeah. But he, that's the the Starman that we first got a glimpse of in uh, Kingdom Come. Right. In the head to toe black. That except for the fact that he now had a mask looked exactly like the grown up Star Boy's costume right. from yeah. the old Legion. And uh, I have not got a chance to read it yet, but uh, in the. Uh, Kingdom Come or the Kingdom series of uh, the Justice Society, where they have like a one-issue shot of each one. Uh-huh. They have a uh, the, and the Magog. They do have an origin for Starman. Okay. Where they're saying that his costume is a map to the multiverse. Okay, interesting. And they did that in one of the later issues of Justice Society, where they go and find uh, Power Girl uh-huh. in Earth Two. Right. But. Uh, now, with here, now this is, is more your legion, mm-hmm. would you say, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. These are uh, these versions of the characters are, are much more familiar to me than uh, than any of the recent reboots. These, uh, <clears throat> these look and sound a lot more like just kind of what they were doing in the 80s where they were just continuing the same legion they'd always had. It's just they'd been doing it a lot longer and a lot of the characters were grown up and so on. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> But uh, I did notice in flipping and glancing through it that it looks like they do a, uh, there's a, a sequence they do in there that's a variation on the resurrection of Lightning Lad, where exactly. you've got everybody standing around holding a lightning rod up in the air to see who gets struck. Um, yeah, they, you know, they shot their, what they're trying to do is, they don't tell you, but the, the thought was that they're trying to get uh, Barry Allen on uh-huh. the lightning rod. Uh-huh. But, of course, uh, Barry Allen does come back in Final Crisis. And this here brings back Wally West. Oh, okay. But who is in the lightning rods? Mm-hmm. We don't know. Okay. I mean, some people have speculated it might be Bart Allen. You know, Bart Allen, the, uh, the Flash that was killed by the, 
the rogues gallery. Uh huh. But who became who grew up and became the Flash at the end of what was it, Infinite Crisis? Yes, at the Infinite okay. Crisis. Yeah. In Infinite Crisis, they apparently killed Wally West or merged him with well, the they, Force. Well, yeah, he kind of it. disappears. Yeah. Whenever, uh, <coughs> the Flash and Stall get together. Right, and then yeah, and then they they went ahead and aged. Uh, Bart, about four Bart, years. Yeah, he had been like, Impulse, then he had been Kid Flash, and then they went ahead and bumped him up to full fledged Flash. Right. And that didn't last. They only last like 13 issues yeah. in the Flash series. And according to what I heard, that was their plan all along was to kill off Bart Allen mm-hmm. and bring back Wally West. Oh, okay. A little, little Jason Todd syndrome going on there. In a way, I, you know, they kind of say, I guess what it was is that sales did not, a lot of people say this because sales did not go where they thought it would. Mm-hmm. So they, they changed their plan. Yeah. And decided, you know, this has been our plan all along was to mm-hmm. kill off, you know, yeah, which yeah. a lot of people didn't care much for. But then they didn't really care much for the series. Right. But, yeah. Well, and, I mean, if they are talking about bringing back Barry Allen, that would be kind of in keeping with what they did with Hal Jordan just a couple of years ago, where they had, <clears throat> you you know, turned him evil, killed him off. Nobody liked him dying evil, so they brought him back, let him sacrifice himself heroically, killed him off again. Off and on brought him back to as a monkey Spectre, around a little bit. Yeah. yeah, then they turned him into the Spectre, and then I guess they decided that wasn't working either. They so did, then they just... And Jeff Johns took him and uh, brought him back as Green Lantern. Yeah. And which is so, all about, you know, what people uh, did not like about the Green Lantern was, like you said, they they made him to a villain. Mm-hmm. And they would have killed him off like Barry Allen. Right. You know, so they had, had him just sacrifice him. himself in the first place. heroic death. Mm-hmm. They would have no problem with uh, having a different person being Green Lantern. Right. But because they did that, after, you know, you did a, a major character, mm-hmm. killed them all. I mean, well, turned into a bad guy. Yeah. No, it did not work. Well, the other thing was, I mean, when when Barry Allen died and they had, I mean, Wally West had been around for a yeah, while. He was, you know, he was somebody that the Flash readers were already familiar with. They are, you know, he already kind of had a place in the in the mythos. When they brought in Kyle Rayner as Green Lantern, he was nobody. Well, that's his, his first appearance was right there. Yeah, well, and he was kind of annoying, too, because yeah. he was kind of a whiny Generation X, oh, I don't know if I can be a superhero or not, kind yeah. of character. And, I mean, nobody, <clears throat> they they definitely didn't have their finger on the pulse of the times when they did that, because nobody nobody wanted to read that. I mean, you, you can get your Generation X angst with the, you know, the, the Starman issues that were coming out at the time, and those were great. Mm-hmm. But then you get, you know, Kyle Rayner with his goofy haircut and his, you know, on-and-off girlfriend and everything, and nobody connected with him. You're losing the refrigerator. You go to the refrigerator as well? Yes, yes. The, yes the, now, the, uh, Barry Allen is back now. So I don't know if you heard about that. No, no, I haven't. Yeah, Final Crisis number two, they brought him back. Okay. So, and there's possibility of having a new series with Barry Allen. Huh. You know, where that goes, you know, we don't know. Well, I wish him luck with that. <laughs> no, I, 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 I do a lot of Silver Age stuff. Yeah, that seems to be, that all seems to be coming back around. I mean, it's been, I mean, come on, it's been 20 years since the crisis on Infinite Earths. You know, there, there are people who weren't born at the time who are almost old enough to drink now. Um, so... You know, I mean, every all the changes that they made then were kind of held as gospel for so long. Exactly, <clears throat> including what they did with the Legion. You know, and they got into all kinds of trouble because once they mucked with history, all of a sudden they didn't have a Superboy, and they and didn't know what to do with. Yeah, and all yeah. of a sudden there was there was the source of their problems. Now I heard a couple of different uh, ideas about how they could have handled that. Um, 
I've, uh, I think I've mentioned to you before, I read one version of the Legion Origin where they just had it be Superman who inspired them rather than Superboy. And I... Well, that's basically what they're doing now is that uh, <clears throat> Superman was, you know, they went back in time, they did the, everything that Superboy did, mm-hmm. that was Superman. Yeah. You know, at the time. Mm-hmm. So they're going back to that. Well, and but then... they had, uh, like, uh, mon who's called Valor. Yeah, he became Valor. He became their inspiration. Um, I did read an interesting quote from John Byrne one time when he was getting ready to do... Uh, when he was pitching the idea, basically, for the Man of Steel back in the 80s, and he was going to take Superboy out of Superman's official history... Everybody was like, okay, well, what about the Legion of Superheroes? Well, how are we going to have a Legion without Superboy? He pointed out that when he was a kid, he had really enjoyed reading a set of books um, <clears throat> called The Adventures of Young Robin Hood, which was about Robin Hood and Firetalk and Little John and Maid Marian when they were all teenagers. And he said it completely, it had, it, it totally violated whatever, if you want to call it, the continuity of the original Robin Hood legend. There was no way to reconcile the two of them, but they were really good stories, and he really liked them. And so as far as he was concerned, all Superboy would be to the Legion was something like that, just this, uh, um, I don't know, I guess an, an anachronism of Superman's history that had somehow boiled up over the course of a thousand years since Superman had actually been around, He'd never actually existed, but the Legion, the kids in the Legion had these stories about him, and that was their inspiration. But apparently nobody but John Byrne liked that idea. I thought it was kind of clever myself. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, well, they, he didn't make that pocket universe. Yeah. So that, you know, you know but of course that didn't stay. Yeah. But, uh, well, and of course every time they have something like that that they can't figure out what to do with in the Legion, they go, uh, it was the Time Trapper. Time <laughs> Trapper did it. Yeah, it's been our comment a lot of times. Yeah. It goes wrong. Time, it's a time traffic small, or if we have a computer problem, it's computer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, you know, you know, the th- I, I've, I've suspected over the years the time traffic's real name is actually uh, Deus Ox Machina, because that's about all they seem to use him or her for. Right, I mean, and we've had, you know, we don't want to go and spoil uh, the origin of the time trapper, which they did in the five years later series. I don't know if you read that or not. Or no, no, no. I've I'll heard a couple. Of, go off I've heard that. a couple of different origins of the time trapper. Um, can you just tell me what what gender is the time trapper now? Uh, right now, I mean now, don't really know what he, he okay. she it. Okay, is. I know because I know it started out as sort of this sort of shadowy hooded figure that right. was that was apparently masculine, and they never really revealed anything about what was under the cloak and then all of a sudden at some point it was a it was a chick yeah Gloris who who is a kind of a very minor character that uh, underneath the time trapper Mm -hmm. and she got the powers of the time trapper and we bring him back and that Mm -hmm. was in the five year later but then then of course later on you discover it's somebody else which it it was okay but it did not really make that much sense yeah because I'll tell you after we go off the air on that but uh, yeah, yeah, back no, into the no uh, in the lightning saga, it you know they came you know the reason they came back for was to you know do this one little thing I believe Brainiac Five wanted them to do, but they didn't want the Trinity you know the uh, Legion Trinity to know because mm-hmm. they didn't want them you know they considered them more important, and they'd willing to sacrifice themselves. Mm-hmm. And that you know when they went back in time, they had no memory. Mm. So it's complicated and of course you have uh, three members who stay back uh-huh. 
uh, the three members you have is Starman, uh-huh. who's not all there at the time. Yeah. And you have Karate Kid mm-hmm. and uh, Una, the single dual oh. damsel, whatever they wanted to call her at the time. Right. Um, and they bring back Karate Kid, which we've kind of commented a few times before in the show, but if you bring back Karate Kid, why couldn't you bring back some other characters, like the uh, original Visible Kid? Uh-huh. Or, uh, Chemical, Chemical King. King, I just yeah. can't think of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Feral Lad. Now, Feral uh, now, I, <clears throat> again, I'm behind on my reboots, because I actually, I know I have, uh, an issue of, of some Legion title at home that actually has Feral Lad still alive, but degenerating into, like, a permanently immobile iron state on some isolated planet somewhere with Karate Kid. Huh. And it's it's whatever it's some planet where it's the planet where that version of Karate Kid was raised and trained, and there's supposedly it's one of those things where there's supposedly a pacifist society, but for some reason he grew up to be the universe's greatest butt kicker by living there, and uh, yeah, and it's him and him and I think they were just calling him Pharaoh at the yeah. time. After that, the reboot. Yeah. You know, the, or they call sometimes called the Archie Legion because the they. Uh, this is so cute looking. Yeah. They're like the Archie comics. Yeah, right. yeah. I've always thought of this because, you know, they say an Archie, I think of automatically Archie Goodwood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they meant Archie as in Archie comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but later on, the artwork does change, so it's more yeah. away from that. Yeah, but, but they, yeah, they kind of wanted to get them back to being cute teenagers. But, yeah, uh, yeah I think that was the version. And uh, so, yeah, at that point, they, they kind of had brought back Pharaoh Lad and mm-hmm. then had him... I mean, he didn't exactly die, but they sort of put him out of commission for a completely different reason. But uh, well, in the uh, the reboot Legion, if I remember, you know, during Zero Hour, Pharaoh uh-huh. uh, Lad or Pharaoh was a 20th century character. Oh, now what? That, uh, that he meets up the Legion. Uh huh. And instead of him dying with a Sun Eater, it was how uh, Jordan. Who gives himself up? You know, gives up his life. Right after. No, that's, I'm not sorry. Not zero, but final night. Yeah, final, final night. night. Okay, yeah, that was yeah. when. Yeah, Hal Jordan had become killed off the Green Lantern Corps, become Parallax, been killed in Zero Hour, and then they brought him back. Well, that really final. killed. He sort of. Well, he sort of disappeared. I mean, you, they flushed him. Yeah, I mean, kind of put him away for the while. I mean, yeah, he became but, uh, sort of. Comes back. Yeah, well, final uh, final night. Mm-hmm. He's you know he goes out there and he sacrifices himself right to uh, save the the earth. Yeah, and save, we're reading about the sun. Mm-hmm. But uh, Pharaoh is in that. Oh well, there, there you go. They're, they're problem solved. They should have just had Pharaoh Lad be the Legion's original inspiration from the 20th century. There's something they haven't tried yet. Yeah, I mean, he's a character that doesn't seem to last very long. No, <laughs> he's a character they seem like they made him to kill him off. Yeah. Or, I can cry to kid, they made him so Keith Giffen can kill him off whenever he wants to. Yeah, exactly. And, uh... Hi! So, uh... Yeah, you know, we go back here, uh, I said we have the three that, you know, goes back into time, you know, stays in the uh, 20th century. Uh-huh. Like I said before, you had, you know, uh, Starman, who stayed in the Justice Society. He mm-hmm. had some kind of mission. Which, you know, all three of them, you don't really know what their missions were after Lightning Saga. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, had uh, Karate Kid and Una, who goes off into Countdown to 
do whatever they're going to do. I mean, countdown was a major confusion. Now, now what is it that Una is, is actually capable of at this point? If, if she's uh, looking good. Is the, yeah, she's the only one left of a person who could originally split into three people, and then one got killed and she could split into two people, and now there's just one of her? Well, it sounded like before that they brought back her as triplicate girl. Hmm. Because I remember her being, do, you know, they uh, supposedly said any time uh, of the Baxter issues, mm-hmm. they kind of stopped it somewhere around 27, you know, before you found out a certain villain is who he is. Uh-huh. Okay, and uh, so so there she's still dual damsel. Mm-hmm. And, and, of course, Crank is dead. Yeah. But when he died, he was a crispy critter. Yeah. He, you know, he was nothing left of him. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't but they, was no mistakenly missing the vital signs on right. that one. So, I mean, he was gone. But uh, what they did, you know, how they brought him back or what the reasoning was, they didn't, you know, just to kill him off again. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it just, you know. I think the only reason, you know, I think a lot of people think the only reason they brought back Karate Kid was so Keith gets to kill him off. <clears throat> Which is discouraging. I mean, yeah, <clears throat> yeah some of these characters do just seem to, to be around just so some of the writers can, you know, keep kicking sand in their face. Oh, yeah. And every once in a while, somebody who actually likes the character will latch onto him and do something halfway decent with them. And then the next guy that gets a hold of him goes, ah. Well, with uh, Karate Kid, he was the only Legionnaire who did not have an actual superpower. Right. He made his own superpower. Because uh, one time they say, yeah, this here will dampen, you know, take away all your superpowers. And mm-hmm. Karate Kid says, I am my superpower. Right. You know, his superpowers is because he built it up himself. Mm-hmm. Which, you know. But, uh, like I said, we have the three members that stayed back. Mm-hmm. And uh, they go from there. But the thing is, is that... Uh, the Lightning Saga, for me, was a bit confusing. It, it sounds does. confusing. It looks well, confusing. Yeah, but it's, it's a great way. It's the first appearance, reappearance of the original Legion of Superheroes. Mm-hmm. And they go from here to where, uh, the action issues. Mm-hmm. It was your, their next, well, if you want to say the Karate Kid goes off into uh, Countdown. And Starman is still in Justice Society. Uh-huh. But you have... Uh, your next appearance of Legion itself is in the action appearance, you know, with that Superman. Uh-huh. Then, after that, it goes directly into Legion of Three Worlds. It's, you know, very easy. You could follow the original Legion and these three storylines. Uh-huh. So, I mean, uh, now, is there anything that you kind of curious about that I might be able to fill in for you or um, on the just confusion that we call the Lightning Saga? <laughs> Okay, so, now it looked to me like, uh, I could have sworn I saw Dream Girl in there somewhere. Oh, yes, yeah, she is. She yeah, is. She's, she's one there of too. Okay, so, but she's not one of the ones that stays behind. No, she's not, because uh, she, tells that Star, she tells Starman that uh, he has to stay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what happens to the ones that don't stay behind? They just go back and... They go the back to the, uh, to the Legion, the 31st century. You had, you know, Projectra and all the others that who, who come back, like Dawnstar and Wildfire. Uh-huh. Yeah, that little miss, how you want to call it, that little couple who never be, get to become right. a couple. Yeah. Well, did they ever, uh, did they have any, did 
they have any ramifications in the Legion stories from them having been gone and come back and a couple of people not being there? Well, they have Was the rest of the Legion concerned at all that these well, guys... Well, uh, now that you mention it, as uh, far as I can tell, in the other appearances, Cry Kid, Una, are never mentioned. Huh. It's almost like they didn't exist. You know, that's why... That might be why Darren, Paul, and Matt are saying that, uh, that they're for the three-boot. Uh-huh. Because they're not really mentioned or anything, but you know they could easily have not even gone back. They could even you know, erase them. Mm-hmm. Not even put them in. You know, only thing you had going for them is that Karate Kid was the only one who had the lightning uh, rod mm-hmm. and was able to survive. You know, why not just kill them off there instead of kill them off and count down? Who knows? Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess, you know, we've confused enough people for... I was, yeah, I think so. I'm one of them. Um, I said, you might want to try to pick up the issues. And, yeah. And, uh, yeah. You know, that way, it's a good way to, start, it's a, you know, it's a start, it's a reintroduction of the Legion. Mm-hmm. Like, then it goes into the, uh, the Legion story in action, which is already reprinted in Hard... Yeah, both of these are reprinted in Hard Fact. Uh-huh. You know, of course, this here is in the, uh, the Lightning Saga is in the, the Justice League. Mm-hmm. Because three of the issues are Justice League, now the two issues are Justice Society. Which, like I said, did they're... Now, have they collected the Lightning Saga yet? They have already collected they, they it. They collected it a while back. Okay, okay. And uh, so, that, you know, the, the Jeff Johns... Well, Jeff Johns does this year, too. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's... You know, the Lightning Saga is good because it reintroduces, it reintroduces the uh, original Legion. Uh-huh. And, Which uh, is something I think is long. Uh, I think was long overdue because obviously, I mean, the various reboots and three boots and so on. Just uh, they they didn't. Well, they didn't work. I mean, they didn't oh, take yeah. like the yeah. original. I mean, they even brought back uh, Jim Shooter to write one version of it, didn't they? Yeah, he was doing from number thirty-seven through fifty. Uh huh. And fifty being the last issue coming up. Mm hmm. And he had like four more issues of his storyline, but yeah. they cut that short. Yeah. Well, and I, I, which doesn't surprise me. I mean, I read an interview with him where he, uh, before he'd even started on it, he was already commenting that there was stuff that was going on in the Legion that he was taking over with the beginning of his run that he wasn't too happy about oh, yeah. being stuck with. So, I mean, that's never a good sign. Well, they, if they would have done it right, they should have put him with a story of the... Uh, I've even emailed him several years ago, mm-hmm. and he said, yeah, he'd love to do a story on the original Legion back in his time period. Yeah. Which would have worked better. Mm-hmm. The Legion, he, uh, the stories he's doing now, well, you know, they're good. Yeah. But uh, it's just not the Legion that... Uh, well, the material that he has to work with isn't, isn't up to snuff. Though. It's not... Uh, well, Jim Shooter is the wrong choice for this Legion, mm-hmm. for the three-boot. Yeah. I mean, uh well, if they, were, if they wanted to bring him in, if they were looking to, 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 to fix the problems that they have with the Legion and they thought Jim Shooter was the solution, then along with him, I would think they would want the original Legion. And after all of the other stuff that they've done, changing history and changing the time stream and so on, how complicated would it have been to just say, okay, you know what, Jim, bring back the other guys. Exactly. Just go for here. Here's a blank check. Just fix it. But, uh, but they didn't do that. Oh, well, see, plus with uh, Jim Shooter's, you know, ties with the other people who who don't really have anything, they don't like him. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that is something that I can't see lasting very long. No. I'm surprised it lasted as long as it did before, mm-hmm. before they canceled it. 
Yeah. Yeah, me too. I wasn't expecting it to go on for very long. Well, uh, like I said, you know, hopefully we haven't confused too many people. Yeah. With this here. And hopefully we haven't discouraged anybody from going and actually checking out the storyline for themselves and making up their own mind about it. Mm-hmm. I could tell that uh, we confused your wife thoroughly just by all the discussion <laughs> we did here. <laughs> yeah, she's, uh, <clears throat> she's, she's a little bit of a newbie, but she, she's, she's learning as she goes. Uh, but I have not even tried to scratch the surface of the Legion of Superheroes with her yet. That's just a that's a whole can of worms I haven't gotten into yet. That's fifty years worth of stuff that you have to really work with. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna go back to uh with the guys and hopefully that makes sense in this series. And we'll talk to you guys later. See you next time. Bye. Um so the one we've got is this says on the cover. On the cover of this says featuring the end of Sunboy. <laughs> and 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 you've got uh, a great Kurt Swan cover, uh, and they're standing outside the Rocket Ship Clubhouse, and uh, Ultra Boy and uh, Superboy are um, on the. And actually, this is the first mention of of Ultra Boy's Flash Vision, um, but it says, "Don't worry about your lost powers, Sun Boy. My Heat Vision combined with Ultra Boy's Flash Vision will recharge your body." And he says, "Super Boy, Ultra Boy, turn off your supervision, or I'll die. I can no longer absorb heat. I'll have to resign from the Legion of Superheroes." Oh, mm-hmm. that's so mm-hmm. sad. It is. It is. Um, now, this uh, this particular story is uh, written by uh, Jerry Siegel, and the artist is John Forte. And as I mentioned, he uh, he basically he drew quite a bit of the uh, the early adventure run until it was taken over by uh, by Kurt Swan, and that doesn't happen for a while, I don't think. No, so but but it was it seems that it was always Swan on the on the cover. Swan seemed to be like the go to cover guy, um, mm-hmm. at the time. <clears throat> so um, I I found with with Forte's stuff I, I you know like a lot of as a kid I found a lot some of the characters ended up kind of stiff, and um, and so you get like some of the poses. It kind of looks like he used one of those those like artist models and posed it. Yeah, and uh, mm-hmm. so so there was there totally. was a, there was a stiffness to it. I thought I thought the faces looked great, and I liked that that he actually did some uh, some work to to make the faces look distinctive. Um, and uh, but I found a lot of the actual figure work to be to be kind of stiff. That's just me. What do I know? Um. So, <laughs> what do you know? What do I know? Indeed. So this <laughs> what this what this story inside is actually just called Sunboy's Lost Power. Um, and so we get the little splash panel that is, uh, he's, he's running away from Kraniak, uh, a criminal who is, thr- who is hurling fire missiles at him. And he says, if he scores a direct hit, I'll be done for. Yeah. Normally Kraniak's tactics would get him nowhere with Sunboy, but apparently something's gone horribly wrong. Exactly. So one day, oh, and here it is. Damn you. The Siegel. 21st century. Jesus. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Damn you, Seagull. Um, <laughs> as several it's a typo, people. It's a typo. Yeah, Just get so, your liquid paper out and take care of your showcase copies. Exactly. So they are using the anti-gravity belts, which were actually given to them in the future from this story by uh, uh, when, they had, when they went to visit the Adult Legion um, in the Super Courtship story. Anyway, so the uh, the Legionnaires are flying off because they're scheduled to appear at Metropolis Stadium in five minutes. And the mayor is basically going to unveil um, a series of uh, statues that will honor the Legion. 
So they speculate that perhaps the first one will be to uh, will be your likeness, uh, Cosmic Boy. And uh, but you know, Ultra or Cosmic Boy thinks that it's probably going to be Saturn Girl. But they actually uh, they actually take the uh, the drop cloth off and reveal it to be Sun Boy, one of the most gallant legionnaires of all time. Gallant. He, yes, not he's, the word I would use, but okay. <laughs> but that's later. <laughs> so, <laughs> gulp. I'm thrilled. Um, <laughs> So basically, and the neat thing is that they actually flick a switch, and it actually imitates his uh, his sun power, and he and he thinks to himself, "Choke! I I'll never forget this great honor." This is um, for you, apathy lad. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um. Anyway, so the support seem to be collapsing, and they're worried about the uh, the statue falling over on some spectators. So <laughs> some some boy goes to melt down the statue before it can uh, hit anyone. Um, and but, so that the hot metal slag will hit them instead. <laughs> yes, exactly. Perhaps, <laughs> perhaps not the greatest plan ever. Where was Cosmic Boy? Where, where were those magnetic eyes while this was going on? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he seemed to have disappeared. Maybe he's behind it. Mm. Um, so he says, you know, it may take the months to build another Sunboy statue for you. And he says, yeah, but you know what? Lies were saved, and that's what really matters. Now, if you look in the ne- in this next panel, you'll actually see what I'm talking about when I say about the uh, the difference in faces. You look at Cosmic Boy's face and Sun Boy's face. There is actually some difference in the structure there, and that was that was unusual at the time because that was back in the days when everybody seemed to look like Bruce Wayne. And that's uh, very true. That was very disturbing, wasn't it? <laughs> Everyone just looked like Bruce Wayne, and they put a different they had different hairstyle or hair color on them. Um. So, um. Anyway, so the lights come on, and uh, somebody's saying, you know, I can't, I can't light up my... Uh, like, oh, there's a power failure, yes. Um, and somebody says he'll illuminate the city by causing a da- dazzling brilliance to radiate from his body. But his power's not working. So the power comes back on, and, uh, and he's trying to use his powers, and it's not working. And so, of course, he recounts his uh, his origin and says that he, you know, and uh, gained my superpowers years ago. Blah blah blah. Locked in an atomic reactor chamber, et cetera, et cetera. Locked accidentally. Yes. Well, yes. We know that's a lie. So, but Sunboy doesn't at this point. Why is he lying? Um, he's not lying. He's telling the story from his point of view. <laughs> uh, but of like course, George W. Bush. Oh, oh, oh hello. Oh man. Oh. Are we playing this after January twentieth? Um, no, it'll play before then. So, oh darn, yeah. edit it out. You just, you just, <laughs> there is no editing, sir. Oh, oh well, come get me then. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the Secret Service is listening to the Legion of Substitute <laughs> Podcasters. But if they were, wouldn't that be too cool? Anyway, <laughs> be awesome, awesome. <laughs> I'll have to check I'll be our in jail. I'll have to check <laughs> our download bay, number. but. Yeah, exactly. I'll have to. Uh, I'll have to check our download numbers in Washington, the Washington D.C. area, um, and in Texas. <laughs> so anyway, they they take uh, they actually put some boy in a in an atomic reactor um, to see if that works, and it, but it's causing him pain. You know, oh, it might kill me. <laughs> yeah. Um, then they they take him out to a a volcano to recharge him. They and they dangle him from the flying saucer into the volcano. No dice. Nope. So she said. So Saturn Girl says, you know, basically both the man-constructed heat energy device and one of nature's heat energy sources failed to help you. That's pretty much it. I'm sorry. I think yeah, you know that's permanent. And he says, joke. <laughs> Meanwhile, 
Meanwhile, um, you've got um, you've got some boy and uh, well, I guess it's, it's not really. It's meanwhile, the next it's day, actually. It's that meanwhile. Day. So uh, apparently, pipes have uh, have survived to the twenty first century, and um, they were they were at uh, Professor Harding, the uh, the entomologist, and uh, he presents to them a bunch of basically insects from other planets. So they say they thank him, and uh, he shows him the winged wampus. Which, uh, <laughs> which basically, um, it it attracts prey with its colorful form, but then it releases a deadly gas that destroys its foe. I had a I had a college roommate like that. Um, oh, <laughs> so anyway, he's flatulence, lad. <laughs> so he says, "Oh no, my pipe's gone out, and uh, maybe maybe someone can give me a light." Some boy lights up and uh, manages to. Um, uh, to to light the thing up and and they're they're like wow kids, we are not advocating smoking no okay no, move on no. uh, but he <laughs> says only for an instant when I momentarily forgot that I lost the power I can't make it work again so now it's like well what made it come back just all of a sudden so then uh, they sit around the meeting table next to their appropriate uh, mind uh, name tiles which no longer seem to have their superpowers written on them um, because you know it's just very wordy. And Superboy <laughs> comes flying in, says, "Hello, fellow Legionnaires. I've just arrived from the past." And um, so, basically, what they're saying is that Superboy, Ultra Boy, and Bouncing Boy, late arrivals to the meeting. Um, AP duty. Yeah, I think so. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so he says, "You know, hey, it's a sad thing this uh, today's gathering because, you know, some boy." can't be a member anymore because he doesn't have any superpowers oh and so so this is where he, he thinks that hey maybe the the atomic reactor in the volcano didn't work but what about uh superboy's heat vision and ultra boy's flash vision maybe a combination of those would actually work so uh you know superboy and joe they're all for it they're saying yeah, let's give it a go so they have they they um put up this little reflector and um and they try they try to make this work and basically, it doesn't work. And yet again, some boy says, "Joke, good try, <laughs> friends." But the experiment has failed. My sun power hasn't returned. I I'll have to re- resign from the legion. Joke. That's choke. a two, that's a two choke uh, word balloon. Yeah. Well, he's choked up. He's sad. Yeah. He's got to leave. Here's something interesting. I think this is the first time that we actually saw his name. Um, yeah, Dirk Morgna. Yeah. So he says, that's your real name for you. No longer are some boy. It is my unhappy duty to tell you that we must expel you from our club. So he's given, but fortunately he's given his nameplate and his figurine because, you know, all oh, this will remind you of what you've lost. And uh, they say, you know, take out your trophies and belongings out of your locker. And, <laughs> and he uh, chokes again. Yeah, he's all about the choke. And so he's taking stuff out of his uh, locker and Saturn Girl says that she'll miss him terribly. The Legion won't be the same without him. And she has a, a sob uh, word balloon there. Which is very uncharacteristic of Imra to show well, emotions like this that. This is true. This is true. She did not do that ever. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we're, we're headed into some stories where she gets a lot nastier. Oh, that's um, true. Oh, yeah. So anyway, so some boy goes home still wearing his costume, even even just to lay around the house. Um, and uh, and on his radio, which looks very much like the clock radio um, my my grandmother had in the fifties, <laughs> in the nineteen sixties, yeah. <laughs> um, and there's a suboceanic liner that's de- developed uh, engine trouble, 
And so he turns on the little porta monitor, which is basically a little uh, little LCD TV thing that uh, that that shows him all of the Legionnaires flying the rescue. Choke! Once I would have been part of that rescue mission, but now I've just got to sit idly by and watch. So you see them get to. So he he actually sees them. So apparently there's some really sophisticated camera following the Legion along. Um, it gets them to the suboceanic liner, and uh, so S- S- Cosmic Boy lifts it up out of the sea with his super magnetism, and they're going to take it to the uh, to uh, to the shore. So S- there's uh, someone at the door. Turns out it's uh, it's it's uh, Bouncing Boy. He he's a delivery boy. <laughs> he is indeed, indeed. In this case, he's a repo man. Yeah, what's um, up with that? <laughs> it turns out that uh, that um, some boy took the porta monitor from his locker, and he said, "You must have forgotten it's the property of the Legion. I've been sent to take it back." Yeah, so uh, some boy was totally trying to steal stuff too. Oh, what's up with that? <laughs> now, meanwhile, um, is uh, is Kranyak. Turns out Kranyak was actually caught by some boy, and um, and in the future in prison. The uh, the guards wear really sort of superheroish type outfits, um, but the prisoners they they wear the stripes. Yeah, the black and white. It's classic. Oh yeah, exactly. And uh, anyway, so suddenly uh, he he basically Kraniak takes a pill and uh, turns into 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 a gaseous form, and uh, and is able to escape just by passing through the bars. Yeah, I want everyone to remember this when we get to that Siobhan Aaron thing in the five-year gap, okay? Nice. <laughs> um, anyway, so he, so he gets in, back into solid form, and uh, the pills effects wear off. He becomes solid again and uh, rejoins his cronies. And this is interesting because look at the costume that he's wearing. Uh, I, I haven't got it in yeah. color. It I looks very color. elemental, doesn't it? It does. It does. It looks a lot like that 70s-era Element Lad costume. Um, so he says, we're going to pull uh, bigger crimes than ever, boys, but uh, first I'm going to make sure that burned-out ex-son boy is very, very sorry he turned me over to the law. Yeah, yeah, we're going to rub him out, see? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, anyway, they, they set off all these exploding f- uh, flares and start pitching the uh, the, the fire uh, fireballs that we saw at the beginning. And uh, and so uh, Cranny acts, yeah, he's saying, you know, come on, why don't you use your sun power and uh, and defeat me? Oh, you can't, huh? What a shame. And uh, but he's like, I'm not gonna let you off so easy. You're gonna suffer. See, so not only is he a villain, he's also a jerk. Oh, totally, totally. And uh, so he says, and I'm gonna destroy your buddies, the Legion of Superheroes. But how I'm gonna do it is my secret. Turns out, not a Republic serial villain. He actually uh, is going to. Uh, keep quiet about what his plan is so but you know hey he doesn't make idle boasts I, i'm going to alert the legion to their to the peril so he warns a uh, cosmic boy outside the clubhouse and kind of wishes that he could <laughs> that he could have his power back and uh and harm his friends and you know maybe think you know it's kind of like yeah we can't let you in the clubhouse i'll meet you outside so um that is so mean it really is. They 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 weren't very friendly. I mean, they you know he didn't mean to take the little TV. It, um, it's like nine hundred two one zero all over again <laughs> for the twenty first century. Uh, um, <laughs> wait, wait, that's in production now, actually. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, the planet Lerna, famed through the, throughout the universe for the great variety of fantastic. Uh, creatures that inhabit it, including Kryptonian flame beasts hatched from eggs once deposited there. 
Those are some long-lived uh, Kryptonian beasts. Well, not that long-lived wow. because it's the only the 21st century now. That's true. Um, anyway, so so they find they, there's a, a radiation beast and a hypno beast, and he's looking specifically for a flame beast, and there it is. So he uses a ray gun on on the uh, on the Kryptonian flame beast, but as he says, you know lest we think that he's harming an animal. He says, this ray gun won't harm the invulnerable creature, but being attacked may anger it. Yes, no Kryptonian flame beasts were uh, injured in the making were of this Were injured story. in the making of this comic strip. PETA would be so happy. Indeed, indeed they would. Um, anyway, so basically annoys him, and the, uh, the fl- and fire- he fires the flame breath at... Uh, at some boy, and he's unharmed, but the tree actually gets burned to a crisp. So he, th- he says, "Yeah, it looks like my plans worked." However, and... the Sierra Club is now pissed. <laughs> exactly, uh, but he's pleased because he's glowing. Um, you know, the flame breath has recharged his body and restored his sun power, and he feels wonderful. And gosh, he's happy. <laughs> so yes, he gets he's flaming now. Yeah, well, there you go. There you go. Um, wait a second. He wasn't on the list, was he? Um, no, he's not on the list. Sorry. <laughs> so he pilot pilots his uh, his little uh, shuttle back to uh, back to Earth, and uh, you know he's gonna basically surprise Kraniak. So he gets uh, he's hiding near the uh, clubhouse, and it's raining. It's raining really bad. So a fine platform that Kraniak's on and some of his evil cronies, they come by and they've got this ray projector that is aimed upward. And he wonders what kind of deviltry they plan. <laughs> I love that word, deviltry. It's a great word, isn't it? It's and a great word. Use that five times today, people. Deviltry. That is your assignment. <laughs> um, so, so basically, they're using a freeze ray to solidify the rain into a huge chunk of ice the size of a mountain. So what is going to do is it's going to crash down onto the clubhouse and finish off the... Uh, the it's a wily coyote plan. It essence. totally is. I think it's an Acme freeze ray. Um, <laughs> Acme freeze ray. So basically, <sighs> some boy's like, yeah, I got to, uh, you know, I'll have to destroy that that huge iceberg before it lands there. And so he actually, you know, fi- fires at it, fires a, a great heat blast at it, turns, you know, melts it all. So it's just it's just water again. And uh and you know, this kind of catches Kraniak by surprise. He uh he melts the uh the the Acme ray gun into uh into slag and um it makes things kind of hot for for all of uh all of the crooks. It is a lesser heat charge lest we think he's trying to reduce them to slag as well. And they do mention that it's a lesser charge. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, but they're like, wow, it's getting too hot. Stop, we'll, we'll surrender. So down they come, the uh, police come and take them away. And um, so the Legionnaires are really happy. It's like, thank you for, uh, for taking care of, uh, uh, you know, for saving us. How did you get your, your superpower back? And he realized that, he said, remember telling me my loss was permanent because both a man-constructed heat energy device and one of nature's heat energy sources had failed to help me. And she's like, yeah, but I, I still don't understand. He says, well, after I warned you of Kraniak's threat, he remembers, so he remembers basically when those, those glowing fireflies had uh, given his power back ever so briefly. And he realized that basically that recharged me, so maybe a really powerful beast from a, a, a living energy being uh, will restore it completely. So he sees the flame beast. He just basically explains what we've just seen. And so they're all pretty impressed. And he goes, but wait a second. 
Superboy and Ultra Boy uh, use their heat vision and flash vision. They're living beings. Explain that. And that's when he realized, we didn't see this. They were robots. And, dun, can, dun, dun. and they can tell because he opens up their chests and they've got reel-to-reel tape machines in there. <laughs> it makes complete sense. So he says, I didn't know at first, but I got a clue when I saw on the Porta monitor when Cosmic Boy used his super magnetism to raise the ocean, the suboceanic liner. Superboy and Ultra Boy were drawn out of formation toward him, and he wondered why. And he realized that those um, metal bodies, uh, basically, or they, they've got metal bodies, and they were attracted magnetically toward Cosmic Boy. So once he figured this, he decided to check out his hunch. And it turned out... Um, well, and this is the part I love. It's, he says, there's still one, you know, it's like, okay, so fortunately my gamble proves successful. And he says, so Cosmic Boy's like, wait a second, there's one ans- unanswered question. Why didn't the <laughs> Superboy and Ultra Boy robots tell us that they were automatons? That is such a Scooby-Doo question. There's just one thing I don't understand. <laughs> one thing? <laughs> and he says, perhaps they can answer that question themselves when I repair these tapes, which appear damaged. So he gets the um, the, the robots to speak, and it turns out that Ultra Boy had uh, joined Superboy in the past to uh, celebrate the birthday of Pete Ross, their Smallville friend, and they had a gigantic uh, birthday cake for him. And so um, they so they basically sent a couple. They fashioned a couple of robots of themselves and said, you know, basically you just sit in for us, but explain that you're robots. As it turns out, as they travel through the time barrier, the uh, the the time stream basically messed up the tapes, and that's what what screwed everything up. I'm uh, Trapper. Well, there you go. And uh, but but here's the thing again. They're looking. They're looking at time travel as as being traveling to a place instead of hey, I'm tr- mm. well, and I shouldn't be surprised because it seems that uh, that this whole twenty first century thing keeps showing up in Seagull stories, and it drives me insane. Yeah, it's it's a nutty thing. Um, and can we talk about the size of that cake for Pete? That is, is a massive everyone cake. in Smallville coming to his party. I think they must be. Uh, it's it's just immense. But but yeah. So I mean, the whole idea is like you know. If you're gonna, if the meeting is at noon, you just travel to noon that day. You you know, it's not like time passes, you know, in parallel. So anyway. Well, and let, let's talk for a second. Remember that last the the ultra special episode of Blossom we did? Yeah. So Superboy and Ultra Boy and Pete are hanging out now, huh? Yeah, they're all buds. Yeah. What's up with that? Yeah, yeah, that's Moving a little on. weird. A little weird. <laughs> um, just giving you something to think about. That's all. I'm saying. <laughs> So it turns out, by a strange twist of fate, um, um, it was just the. It, it turned out the only part that got damaged was the part where that said we were supposed to tell people that we were robots. That's darn convenient, isn't it? Anyways, what they do is they they have a quick uh, a quick little vote to see whether to see whether or not they're going to take some boy back into the club, and the response is unanimous, and he's one of them again, and he says, "Choke! Being a Legion member is the greatest. <laughs> it is the greatest." So there we have it. So and, I actually, so I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no, you, you, you first. You first. Well, I think we're we're at about just over an hour, so we could actually just call this one uh, done and uh, and move to the next uh, story for the next episode. And I think. Oh, okay. We'll do I th- that. I think something important happens in the next uh, in the next episode. Well, yes, um, something very important does happen. What What would that be, Darren? A legionnaire will die. 
Okay, so comments, as always, are welcome at Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com, or you can leave comments on our site at www.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. And uh, you can also join in the, over the forum on uh, at forum.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. That's a part of the comic forum. So if you're already a member there, just scroll on down to Legion of Substitute Podcasters and uh, join in the, dis- the ongoing discussion. So with that, I am Paul French. And I am Darren Noel. And we're going to head back in the time bubble, and we'll see you next week. Woohoo!